three, two, one. Ho, ho, ho. What'd you think? Yeah, maybe? No. <laughs> Welcome to three, two, one, Ghost, everybody. I'm your host with a silent G, joined always by Natalie. Hey, Natalie. Happy holidays. Hi. Feeling much more in the holiday spirit now after that mm. intro. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, I I try to be festive. I was like thinking, do I jump in with the voice? Yes, I'll just go in with the voice. I don't know. So <laughs> how's um I don't know, how's your holiday season been going? You know? We're in the thick of it now. Busy, you know, busy as always. I uh it it always takes me a while to really embrace it. But you know, I like seeing Christmas lights and all the all those kind of things. Usually, I do get more excited by seeing skeletons in people's yards and things of that nature. But um, yeah, feeling feeling festive. I've been feeling the uh, the Christmassy horror movies, and I think this one this one got me even more in the spirit than Krampus did. So I'm excited. Yeah, I think so too. And um, you know, shout out to just the fucking real ones that live a couple blocks from me that have a giant skeleton in their yard, and they they've I mean, I moved into this neighborhood in March and it's been up the the whole time. So is it do it, they change it like per holiday to be on theme? Um, no, I don't think so. It's, it's just there. Is it just a regular size skeleton or is this like one of those massive skull skeletons? Massive ones. Um oh. with a massive hmm. skull, you know. It uh yeah, it's probably I don't know, twelve, 12 feet, fifteen. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's a big ass fucking skeleton. Good um, for them. Yeah, good for them. I, you know, I've got a new place in a place that, you know, actually like makes sense. It's a house. It's not an apartment. So I, I'm, I like put lights on on the outside and, you know, to, uh, I, you know, while I was doing it, I was thinking like, ah, this is, is going to work out fine, whatever. Mixed results at best. We'll see. It's, this is a trial, trial year, you know, and, you know, looking at them now, I'm like, you know, they've held up. It looks okay. I I could <laughs> just could okay. Have I could have certainly done more, but I won't. And start and small, okay. work your way up. I think so too. It's not yeah. like Halloween decorations where like I have, you know, I've got all the lights and then I have like all the you know, the, the witches and the skeletons and the grim reapers like hanging and stuff and hmm. it's and then we do you know, the inside with, you know, I still have the the black garland on my piano from our Halloween decorations, just because it just looks so good. Um, with like black roses. It's it's very nice. But I would not give that same effort for Christmas decorations, you know, like putting things out. I did see one frightening looking Jack Frost situation at a Home Depot and uh, considered it briefly, but I don't think I don't think my wife would have let me walk out with that. Maybe you're going to need to, you're going to need to share. Did you take a photo of it? Yeah. Or with it? Yeah. Hopefully. Okay, good. We can, we can share, we can share that on, uh, on Instagram. Um, okay. So here's the thing with Halloween decorations versus Christmas decorations. I love Christmas decorations, like outside, like lights. I love Christmas lights. I love driving by and seeing other people's Christmas lights minimal effort in in my house for christmas lights but 
I think the reason why it's so much harder to decorate for Christmas than like Halloween, Halloween can be like messy and offbeat and Christmas feels very neat and like buttoned up, you know? So I, I feel like that I don't shine in, you know, these meticulous lights and perfectly placed like cute things. It, it doesn't really, I don't know. It just doesn't really work for me. So you know, we, we try and we, we put up, we put up lights, but not like Clark Griswold style or anything like that, which is the yeah. dream really. Shout out to my cousin, Kevin, um, out in, on the East coast. He like sets that he's, he's, he's that dude on the block where he's Clark. He, yeah. Oh yeah. And he'll, he'll cite that movie specifically. Like he is, you know, Clark Gris- Griswold in this situation and the, uh, and I'll have to show you it's, it's shout out to pretty, Kevin. Yeah, I know. It's pretty miraculous. I like, especially watching what he does and then seeing mine, I'm like, ah, you know what, <laughs> you know, I think there are different types of effort and both could be on display. You know, I, I think they both yeah. work. So, and he's got, he's got kids too. So it's, it's, it's the whole thing I'm sure is super, super dope for them and for everybody yeah. in the neighborhood. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I never knew someone that like that. They're the guy that they've got the house, you know, just cause I know that there's those, we'd always have to go out to all the other, like there's a, for certain neighborhoods and stuff. I know there's like, um, yeah, uh, where you drive sh- and they call, they call them like candy cane lane and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I, I will say one more thing about Christmas decorations. The most decorated house for Christmas I've ever seen. Gotta gotta bring up Cousin Vinny every now and then. My Cousin Vinny's parents went ham with Christmas decorations. And not just, like, not the outside, but the inside of the house. There were these things that they would hang on the ceiling that could only be described as like colorful, shiny, just, I don't even, Vinny and I called them dingle dangles, which is like the weirdest name, but that's what we called them. And they hung from the whole ceiling. So just imagine like hundreds of these things hanging from the ceiling, just colorful, festive. They had these animatronic little dolls that held like candles and they looked like carolers around the house. Like, and then are you familiar with what tinsel is that like silver thin material that you hang on a Christmas tree. My aunt would put boxes on boxes on boxes. If you thought that tree was green, you're fucking wrong. It was silver. It was platinum after she was done. And I've never seen anyone decorate the way that they decorated for Christmas. So, you know, that was an experience and it really made me feel like I half-assed my Christmas decorations, but I'm okay with it. You know, it's, it's not my, it's not my holiday. I do remember those dolls. Specifically yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That, yeah. Like, they hold the candle move. and they would just move like a little, pivot, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I do remember that. I remember, I think probably at my, uh, my grandma's place um, growing up. I think I remember, that's where I would remember that, but yeah, you know, so it's, and kind of what we were alluding to, you know, brought up a little bit the other week where it's like, you know, Christmas can be kind of terrifying in its own way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the songs certainly are. And, you <laughs> yes, know, and a lot of them involve ghosts. A lot of Christmas stories involve ghosts yeah. of some sort. So it's, 
I think it lends itself pretty well. Yeah. But now. Wait, why are, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about Chris <laughs> Peckover's 20, 2017 film, Better Watch Out. I was going to ask, do you think Home Alone is a Christmas movie? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it takes um, place in Christmas. Whole thing's kind of centered around Christmas. Yeah. I, not to go off on another tangent, but this this movie does talk it. a lot about Home Alone. I just saw this like meme or whatever the fuck you want to call it that showed um, Mrs. McAllister, who's played by the lovely Catherine O'Hara, and says that she was 36. His mom was supposed to be 36 in that movie at that time. She has teenage children. But also, what do they do for a living? That house, that trip? All those kids. Yeah. That's, That's a beautiful bananas. house. That's a big house. And you had to go on that trip big and take house. so many kids on that trip. Dang. Yeah. Because they were going to Paris, right? Mm. Who who brings don't bring all your kids to Paris if you've got like six of them? No, absolutely not. I just like tra- just traveling with children. I just now granted I am child I'm childless. So yeah. I get to be the one on the in the plane being like, oh, geez, sucks for them as I'm just, you know, playing Mario Kart. You know, <laughs> I say adult. it's hard, but actually my son is an A plus traveler. He's never given me shit when traveling, no crying, mostly sleeping. Shout out to Nintendo because that switch is like Let's it makes traveling just so all that thing just needs to be charged yeah and life is good go on nintendo let's get a set i thought you were gonna say because you you know because you told him you'd throw him off the plane if he uh (laughs) if he acted a fool you know and who knows kids might believe it you know you only get one shot to tell them something wild and to see if Mm -hmm. they believe it or not and yeah you know so you gotta it's it's power that you don't have to wield too wisely too responsibly it's fine kids are kids so you know i only bring up home alone because uh you know i said this movie references it quite a bit um in In a really unique way (laughs) in the in the home invasion bit as well as also the paint can bit which we'll Mm. we'll get to because i don't think either would actually i don't think either would happen so yeah we can we can talk a little bit about that um did you know um, the Australian connection this movie has? No. It's very, very re- well represented by Australian actors and was filmed in Australia. It was supposed oh. to be in, originally it was going to film for much less in the United States, but some financer was just like, I like you. I'm Australian, by the way, and I like you. <laughs> And I think, he, and he found out his mom's from Australia. Look, they pulled this up on the Wikipedia. So well, most but you of have... it takes place in the house. So it really wouldn't matter where it was filmed. Exactly. You know, I mean, there is that, you know, I think they had to digitally edit all the kangaroos out of the backyard, I guess. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry, Australia. It's, I'm so dumb. dumb. Joke. I'm so dumb. It's, it's not even a joke, but <laughs> I'm just being dumb. But so a lot of the cast is Australian. You've got um, your main actress and, oh, geez, I'm going to fuck up every one of these people's names. I am so sorry. But um, so you got Olivia uh, De Jong. 
You want me to take um, a crack at it? If you'd like to. Oh, no. No, I would not like to. But sure. De Young feels right. That feels right. Um, and then you, uh, we were practicing Dacre Montgomery before we started. So, mm-hmm. um, we got him. He's Australian. Yeah, he's Australian. He's in Stranger Things. He is also in, do you ever watch the, you know, they made, they made a Power Rangers movie some years back with, uh, he was in that. Is he yeah, one he was, of the Rangers? Yeah. He's, he's the red Ranger. He's of like the leader he of the is, group. He's so handsome. They, they're all beautiful in like all five of those children in that in that movie you have you have to be beautiful to be a power ranger <laughs> yeah yeah think I about think it so too yeah yeah you know yeah they really um never mind <laughs> but yeah very beautiful people and like how bill Hader is alpha five and like brian cranston's maybe i should and... should i watch it did you well, watch it they only made the one and then that's fine yeah and then they had that cute little cameo with jason david frank rest in peace my guy as well as uh as well as who plays kimberly amy joe johnson i don't know of course i know who that is love her a lot of formative you know feelings about amy joe johnson (laughs) like like many children yeah yeah oh absolutely yeah um so i just thought that was neat that's all i mean you know the rest of the cast you know, especially the more well-known people like Virginia mm-hmm. Madsen, Patrick Warburton. You know, I don't believe they are, but I didn't check. So I don't know. I just thought no, that they're was both, neat. They're both American or Canadian, maybe. maybe. I honestly never know. I'm not going to check and you know. No, it's fine. Maybe I maybe I will one day. We'll see. Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting. Um, well, you know, any just talking about just the Christmas movies in general, I just feel... Uh, I'll be honest. I think it's slim pickings for Christmas themed horror movies. And boy, yeah. do we kind of, do we kind of blow our load by doing two back to back in the first year of the podcast? I know I thought about that too, <laughs> but it's okay because I think moving forward, you know, we'll do one and that's okay. But you know, I, w- I wanted to to embrace the season as much as we could. And hopefully maybe filmmakers will come up with things in between. Yeah. And the thing about this movie, too, is that it doesn't actually have to take place on or around Christmas. You know, that's it's not really integral to the plot. But I wonder if that mm. was added in because they're like, hey, you're at least guaranteeing maybe X amount of eyes. Like if you're just some random babysitter thriller mm-hmm. or if you're a Christmas themed you know, babysitter thriller. I, I think people might be more inclined, at least in this part of the year, to be like, oh, well, what's, no matter how dumb it is, let's watch like a Christmas-themed horror movie. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking people like us, right? So Oh, for and, sure. I don't think we would have watched it had it not been Christmas-themed. And I love the title. I love that it's yeah. called Better Watch Out. I think that's really fun. And you immediately think of santa and christmas and that's such a creepy phrase to use for something so so seemingly festive well that's kind of the the inherently creepy thing about christmas right is that santa's kind of a perv weirdo and fucking creep and just the just hopefully everyone knows my feelings on santa by now i feel like i've talked a lot of shit on santa (laughs) i know one thing you certainly know 
you'll certainly know from off the bat that it's a Christmas movie because, you know, you have, I just thought it was interesting. You have, you start with sleigh bells, right? Into that music. Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, like, can you use sleigh bells in a non-Christmas song anymore? Or is that just like completely ruined? Whoa. That's a great question that I've never thought about before. And I can't think of one song that has sleigh bells that is not a Christmas song. When would I have heard that? So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say you cannot use sleigh bells. Take that back. And and probably not the band sleigh bells either, the group sleigh bells. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, well, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> so... so Oh my gosh. What's this lead actor? What's this lead character's name? Luke. Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. Luke is, Luke is the, Luke is the little boy and Ashley, but you know, so (laughs) she's great. Yeah. Um, I just like, you know, it gets right to it. Right. I mean, she's like, like what talking with her mom for a little bit, or is she talking with. She's talking with her mom. Yeah. Right. And using headphones. I feel like that's like, more dangerous than is just it like not, putting her on speaker. Is it not illegal to drive with headphones? Am I wrong in thinking that? I can't speak for Australia. So <laughs> well, this in the is movie... supposed to be the United States, as far as I know. Right. I, I well, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't really clearly state. It's just, you know, if you're you're judging by just kind of the accents everyone's using that it's <laughs> <laughs> probably and then you know probably somewhere that is celebrating christmas right so yeah i don't know yeah narrows it down a bit but you know i just think you know just uh when you don't have bluetooth and everything in your phone i don't know just safe drive just you know practice safe driving everybody especially on the holidays those roads are icy yeah i think okay for a moment i was thinking why the hell did they even start the movie with her in the car on the phone with her mom rather than at the door and it's so that you can establish that she's leaving in a couple of nights so to like set set the stage for that yeah we you know they've established that you know so she's coming to babysit luke right luke is like Mm -hmm. what 12 years old he's 12 yeah how old were you when you stopped um needing a babysitter jesus christ I am I, I going to get your mom in trouble? Maybe. I don't even Just know. way too young. How old are you in? Gosh, I want to say eight, seven or eight. Probably. I was a latchkey kid. Yeah. Um, Like I had a teen mom. I, you know, it was like, get to the house, lock the door. There's leftover spaghetti. Good luck until I get home. You, you have a teen mom, but. You were just wondering how Catherine O'Hara can have a teenage <laughs> child at 36. When... I know she could, she could. I realize that, but you know what? I, especially for this circumstance, I think it would be different if Luke was that age and the parents were like leaving for a trip or something like that. They're literally just going to a holiday party. I, I think he's a little old for a babysitter, but I'm not going to judge anyone else's parenting. Like I totally understand if you have an immature 12 year old or just values wise, you feel like it's not okay to leave your 12 year old. And he said, I think he says that he's about to turn 13 at some point. So um, I, I think he's a little, I think he's a little old to have a babysitter, but obviously there's a really interesting parental dynamic going on here. 
I think I was babysitting other kids before I was 12. Right? Exactly. Like you were responsible for other people's children or like your like own brothers probably. Yeah. Like once, once at least like one of them in the group hits double digits, you know, Mm -hmm. you just give them a pizza. You give them Pokemon snap um, from the blockbuster (laughs) on Nintendo 64. We'll bring back the cartridge to print out our photos and (laughs) you, and then you're fine. You just show up and and they're fine. You know? Yeah. So I don't know, but I I think also like in my neighborhood, you know, it was a small, real, it was a small neighborhood in the sense where like a lot of people packed into a small space. Right. So like the wall, like we would share walls with our neighbors. So it's like, it's not like a parent that we didn't know. Well, wasn't like, you know, yeah, exactly. 30 yards away at any given moment. You know what I mean? But I did remember feeling very babysitting that's you know that's that is when you feel especially that's where kids can feel very uh kids can be really humbled you know i think when you think that you're too old for babe to be babysat you know Mm -hmm. and you're still being babysat i think that episode of the simpsons when lisa has to babysit bart and fuck (laughs) man that fucked with bart that fucked with his head i mean and good (laughs) little shit you know the more i go ahead no never mind you're good (laughs) He's still talking about Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry. It's not important. <laughs> well, the like, how old do we think Ashley is? She's got to be like 18. Feels like she just graduated high school or something like that. Going off to college. 17, 18. Yeah. That feels about right. So I'm like, she's, there's a, a huge, huge emotional maturity gap, obviously from 12 to 17 or 18, but um there's just so many red flags um about like you don't see virginia madsen and um what are their names robert and deandra are the parents names you don't see them for very long but in that small amount of time you learn so much about that household dynamic yeah she (laughs) i mean the main thing i got by the way fucking love Virginia Madsen. We love, love her. Patrick this character Warburton. is awful, but she's amazing. And she sells it. She does sell it too. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, I know, I I, I guess, and that's the part of acting, right? Because I'm thinking like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to say all the things that she's saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. And I forgot, I forgot for the, for better. I forgot metrosexual was a thing. I and- know. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, what, or what is it called, like, metrosexual? Because, yeah, because she doesn't blatantly say, like, she does. She make fun of him for possibly being gay, or like, she says something. I I don't remember what it was that feels like, like a a little like into the into the anti-gay territory, but also like she's like Very mocking into him. The anti- yeah, like I don't remember yeah. exactly what she says, but she she's mocking him for having interest in these like fancy ornaments, which power to him. Like ornaments can be fun. So like yeah, that, he what what does she say? Do you ha- do you know? Well, he is just like talking about like these ornaments, right? And it's not even like these ornaments are like I I don't I mean I don't know what makes an ornament gayer than another <laughs> one I don't 
I don't know, but it's she like he was just like, oh, I want to put up these ornaments. And then she was like, and she just goes like, are you sure you never sucked another man's dick? Yes, she does. Okay. I was like, what is the phrase that she says? Are you sure you haven't? You know, and he's just like over ornaments. Yeah. He's like, the fuck, you know, and then maybe I don't know. And I think what's so telling of that exchange is she's encouraging like as a mom and as a woman this like picture of toxic masculinity which is so wild to me but like obviously we're gonna talk a lot about moms with always the mom's fault somehow it's always the moms but like hearing her say those things like it gives you this insight into where Luke is getting this image of what a man should be, how to be a man, you know, what, what makes you masculine. And like that, that is weird. That that is just so weird that it, it that it comes from his mom. Um, Yeah. Gross. So gross. Especially because I don't know, Patrick Warburton is just a pretty doodly dude. He really is. Yeah. Like his voice is deeper than anyone's voice could be, really. So like when you have like a perfect, it seems like a perfectly fine, you know, male role model in this house. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, I'm going to make sure that he gets shamed constantly for any sort of, (laughs) and it's ornaments. And I'm like, also, how long is Christmas time? How long y'all been married? Have you never seen those ornaments before? Like, why is this not a thing? Why didn't we just negotiate? Like, okay, you can put two of these up, you know, or (laughs) whatever. It couldn't be his first year. It couldn't be his first year that interested in ornaments, the way that he's acting and the exchange that they're having. Like, he's clearly been interested in these ornaments for a long time. Yeah. So the very good for him. So, you know, it was, it was. It was a challenge. Had to kind of re recalibrate myself because you go from that very high excitement of seeing Virginia Madsen, <laughs> and then that low of just blatant casual homophobia, and you're just like, mm, okay, come on. Yeah, she's she is a weirdo in this movie, and she doesn't have a lot of a lot of screen time. Yeah, they could only afford them for one day, so they yeah. sh- they're at the beginning, and then they're at the, the very end. end. Yep. So it feels interesting to, if they shot both of those parts in one day. Because you just really got to go like a. I would bet they did. Quick turn. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I mean, they're in the same clothes too. Like, yeah. yeah. I love a movie that takes place all in a house, kind of all in mm-hmm. the same scene. Because, like, really, the only other outside shots at the very beginning when she's uh, driving up. Yeah. And it they do a good job of like the, the movie the entire time is engaging. Like, you don't get sick of, you know, being in the house. Like, it's very suspenseful. Um, you referred to it as a thriller earlier. Do do you think this is more of a thriller? No, it just sounded better. I mean, <laughs> babysitter thriller. Was I was I thrilled? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. You know, but it's yeah. I mean, it still counts as it still counts as a horror movie, just with all the the yeah. violence and the gore. And you have your yeah. you have your monster in in Luke. Spoiler alert, yes. everybody! I hope you watched this. Oh um, yeah, we probably should have. <laughs> probably should have shared a little bit before that if you haven't watch it stop as kyle hates when i say this but stop listening to us watch it but then promptly come back to listening to us yeah you know my stance so <laughs> you're already here <laughs> um 
Yeah, gosh, I don't know. It was just kind of funny. It's interesting watching it, you know, a second time through. I guess this, yeah, this is my second time watching it. Um, and I've actually got it on in the background now, just to keep me keep me fresh. But um, the sleepwalking thing was kind of interesting until you find yeah. out that I guess he was faking the sleepwalking thing. The That's whole time. what I was wondering. So two things on this one. Ashley's babysat Luke before. So why is why is Deandra going over it with her again? Or like is it did we change the rules on the sleepwalking? And then two, was he always just faking the sleepwalking because he clearly knows the pencil trick at the end? You know, he he goes through that whole process. So I don't know, but he obviously has trouble sleeping because he uses the heartbeat slash like fetus machine to fall asleep, which is also very interesting. Is that what that is? Did I? Oh I yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what that thing is? Clearly not. <laughs> All right. Um, we don't need the research team for this because I know. So what that is? Um, the theory is that babies who are having trouble sleeping will respond well to white noise to cancel out any other noise. You can use it to help them stop fussing. But like the Michael just... Keaton movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you okay. just play that in the background. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you you take it up a notch by having it be the sound of a rhythmic heartbeat because babies in the womb can hear their mother's heartbeat. So this machine is intended for infants. That's the first part. I I looked into this because the research team is off for Christmas. So I looked into it. I was like, what is the age that you stop using these machines if you're using them for your baby? It's two to four years old. And four is mature for this machine. So... Again, no judgments if anyone's using this machine for their children. I've never, I never used one. Um, but it, so Luke using this at the age of 12, like even his friend like knows about it and like kind of like gives him shit for it. Like, you know, you're his friend, you should be supportive, but still like it's, and he is in this movie, I guess, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, like that is a huge red flag on on something wrong there and it's like this um maybe i'm getting too deep here but like there's this like tightrope walk of for mothers with sons that you don't want to shame them for you know wanting to snuggle wanting to be loved all of those things like those are natural human things they should be encouraged like all of those things but then there's this weird psychological tie to serial killers and deranged ass men of them having these weird, like, too, what's the word? Like, maybe too intimate of relationships with their mothers. And it feels like that's what Luke has going on with his mom. Like, even when he, she's holding him at the end, it's very, you can tell how, like, soothed he is by it and, like, the creepiest way possible yeah he's a real fucking creep and um <laughs> and you know and 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 honestly you know comparatively you know 
the like horny little pervertness of these two 12 year olds at the beginning is kind of yeah. harmless. You know, I was like, yeah, I was like, when eh, they're talking well, in the room, it makes sense. He's like, oh, like I'm so into my babysitter. Like that, that feels normal. Yeah. Even like talking about sex and all that shit. I, yeah. Totally normal. Yeah. Jeez. I just, <laughs> I don't know. They're weird. So Luke has this idea that I'm in love with my cheer. Or I'm, in, sorry, I'm in love with my cheerleader. Uh, I'm in love with my babysitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and he's gonna he's gonna make a move and he's got a plan and it's a dumb plan it it is a plan that a 12 year old came up with definitely absolutely Absolutely. a a dumb 12 year old who does not think things through so i i do like that a lot there's no like grand you know master planning from him really throughout any of this other than like you know, ha- having the spiders, mm-hmm. you know, setting up the paintball gun, you know, to mm-hmm. make it look like Garrett was was shot, you know, but like really beyond that, like, I'm, I'm still just wondering, like, what the fuck their end game here was. But I, I'm assuming the the end game was. He like saves the day in some way and the the person breaking in leaves and then he's like come into my arms ashley like that type of situation also like a 12 year old yes exactly and not to be forgotten when they're talking on the bed in the beginning is when they first bring up the paint can the paint can argument oh right yeah bringing up the bit in home alone where mm-hmm. when kevin's dropping the paint can would it really knock them out or would their brains blow up you know, I don't know. So they, they like do test. smash his face in. Yeah. Yeah. They do test this with Ricky later and we'll see, but we'll, um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> but yeah, geez, you know, Luke just, I don't know. We don't know what the other times he was babysat looked like. Cause man, he, he comes in hot. He's oh, like yeah, he from does. the beginning, just being yeah. like, you know, of course, you know, he finds the the bottle a uh, bottle of bubbly, and he's <laughs> you know talking about you know fucking the current boyfriend as well as the last boyfriend. One thing I yeah, do like about Ashley, one thing I like about Ashley is that she goes to the couch, turns on the TV, first thing without thinking, goes straight to the horror channel. Yeah, she's definitely, yeah, even after the mom said, like, don't watch, I think she says don't watch any horror movies, like, they might keep you keep you up or something like that. Yeah, she went right for the, right for the horror movies. Good for her. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, just, man, and of course, just Luke being a dumb asshole, just fucking, is it, is it champagne they're drinking, I think, or he's drinking, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, just pop that bottle open. He's just drinking it straight out the bottle. I'm like, be classy. He's a glass. And then that's when we find out that like, oh, you know, the, the back door is open. You know, we start getting small mm-hmm. little hints that other shit's going on. Now, one thing I'm going to push back a little bit with Ashley. Ooh, and I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> like, it's a yes and situation okay. where... Luke is an absolute fucking monster, right? Absolutely. Um, 
Ashley needs to set better boundaries with him from the get-go. Because absolutely she says the absolute worst thing you could fucking say to him, which is, and I quote this, you know, I would date you if you were my age. Yeah, that's fucked. Why? After all of that. And then like while they're sitting on the couch and shit and like there is like an extended amount of time where they are cuddled up real close Mm -hmm. and he has Mm -hmm. like a hand on her leg and she moves his hand. She does move his hand. Does move but his like, hand, right? She doesn't verbally say anything. And with how interested that kid seems, like that's a good opportunity to be like, okay, obviously I've given you the wrong idea. Like, me, not me blaming it on her, but like, the, just the like saying I would date you if you were older is very flirty. Like, I would not say that unless I was flirting with someone, but she lets him like put her head, like his head on her shoulder. I would have said, absolutely not. Like we, do I need to move to the other couch? Like this is, this is too close. It's too much. Yeah. The movie they're watching, I couldn't tell if it was a real movie or not, but it did have some in a mask and a slasher. Is it not? It's not. So they have the actors listed in the the um imdb of the the movie so it's not a real movie which i just learned like an hour ago oh and then you shared it with me thank you and yeah, our see? audience thank you <laughs> yeah just you know like i get it. first like you know he comes in hot he's needs to stay in his own fucking lane he's like uh, just like oh you know you know these you're too good for these men and why do you just keep going back to to assholes and this and this and this yeah. and every just you know and every just thing out of the fucking like incel manual you know yeah. and she just goes like well you know you're sweet luke you know but stay in your own lane you know kind mm-hmm. of situation and uh and then he goes like oh i'm mature for my age and she goes you know i know and that's when she says, like, you know, if you were mm-hmm. my age, I, I would date you. And this is, like, after all the bullshit with, like, yeah. the opening of, like, the bottle of champagne and being a dickhead about it and this mm-hmm. and this and this. So it's so it's a yes and. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Even- there could have been very easy, easy ways to, I mean, don't worry, I don't think any of that was going to deter him and his plan for that night. I don't think anything was going to change that. No. That's all on him. So okay, I but, don't know. but so that was interesting. hear me out. Hear me out. Do you think that if she would have let him make a move and made out with him, that all of that shit would have happened? Do you think he would have just been like, eh, you know what? Like, cancel. Garrett, don't don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. He would cancel the whole thing. Yeah. And and so like I think so. Not saying know, that she needs she should no, have no. done that, right? No, and I mean <laughs> she wouldn't have known um anyway, but yeah, I, I think there's the interesting thing about Luke's character, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things about his character, but the, one, I will say that little boy is acting the shit out of this. Like, I think he's, he's so, so hateable. Like, he's so good at doing that fake confidence that like a young boy would do like you can tell it's not real it's coming from a place of really insanity and just this like pretend confidence to try to impress a girl like for this just 
just to, you know, make out. Like that's probably that's probably as far as he even can comprehend going. Yeah, he is definitely the MVP of this movie. Um Yeah, he's so great. He he fucking sells it because this dude makes me so uncomfortable from the get-go. Yes. He is a fucking creep. And I just want to punch him in the dick. Like and the way that he just tries to manipulate all of these situations and these environments. And it's like, he's not like necessarily good at it, you know? And that's mm-hmm. the thing. And that's where it's just like, you have to remember this is a 12 year old because the, his end game is not, he is not thinking yeah. clearly, you know? Yeah. And, you know, he definitely does, you know, I think sometimes he kind of plays it a little bit like, you know, he's like a, like the fucking Riddler, you know, or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where he, he gets like a little, just kind of like into himself and he's kind of like grooving down the hall. <laughs> oh, I love like, that. I love when he's behind know, Ricky with the baseball bat and he yeah. like swings it up across his shoulder. Like his swag in that moment is pretty good. It's I, it's very Batman villain. I, yeah, I it really which, is. Which, which I'm not saying I, I I love his his uh rogues gallery, but the yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Just this like just kind of feigned or just like unearned just kind of confidence. And then also yeah. just some of like the weirder turns he takes when he's, you know, he's like rubbing the end of the gun against his cheek and kind of like mm-hmm. into his mouth. And he's just like, he's very very creepy yeah his mannerisms and his like body language is like very just his physical acting is really good and even his like his the way he moves his body and the way that he speaks when he is putting on his i'm an innocent 12 year old boy act like with the carolers and the boyfriend Mm -hmm. jeremy when he comes to like write the apology like his whole facial expression and body language changes which i think is really fun to see him like turn that on and off depending on who the audience is and what he needs to achieve yeah so um definitely mvp for that dude um yeah levy levi miller i can't pronounce anyone's names i'm so sorry um levy well levi I know, I I know a Levy and a Levi, I don't know. so it's it, it can it can really be both. It's okay. I mean, I guess we could look it up. We could ask, but um, you know, it's it seems like it's such a small part of it in retrospect. This whole kind of idea of uh, you know, the the home invader, you know, mm-hmm. with the gun, you know, this whole first plan of his, you know, I do like about um Ashley in this movie is that whether it's the men in her life, <laughs> whether it's the boyfriend or the ex-boyfriend or this dumb little child or the presumed, you know, person like making these phone calls or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's very much, she does not take anyone's shit the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like the whole way, like the she has whole some way of the through, best lines. she gives Luke absolutely like fucking nothing. And I, mm-hmm. and I love it like up until the end. So it's very, uh, you know, that's what, and where I really think it, where I want to call it horror is because she absolutely fits, you know, like, I don't know. It's just that, 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 that classic final girl kind of mm-hmm. trope, you know, mm-hmm. um, without all of her girlfriends having to be murdered and all that leading up to it. It's just the boyfriends. Yeah, just her boyfriends. <laughs> eh, you know, her poor, her poor boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's um, pretty rough. The 
I remember, okay, if I remember correctly, the first time that both of us watched this movie, I think we watched this together when we were doing, we were doing a, a movie night, which is us, us watching together remotely. And um, I fully thought that this whole movie was going to be a home invasion. So when that ends pretty quickly, you're like, whoa, what's going to happen next? Like it really throws you. Um, I remember it's such a fun watch to like the first time. I mean, it's still fun to rewatch, but like that first watch when you, uh, when you figure out that there's actually not a real threat coming from the outside, that's pretty fun. Yeah. That's really good though. It was pretty funny when he yells out the door, like cut it out. I know Taekwondo. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. I would have actually, I would have liked to see him do a little Taekwondo in this movie. That would have been um, great. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So I, not not necessarily to glaze over this part because I, but I just think the, the 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 meat of the movie is like after this reveal that it's mm-hmm. that it's Luke you know and Garrett and man I fucking hate Garrett Garrett but I also Ugh. I also I it's also hard for me to like reckon with like I don't know <laughs> he kind of looks like a twelve year old me a little bit <laughs> so <laughs> so that bums me out but. So what's like, fun what's fun about this movie is that we will presumably hate all the same people for for probably the first time ever yeah i right? yeah yeah garrett's such a dumb little shit and but okay but to defend garrett for just a moment mm-hmm. he does he does get drugged by by luke he gave him oxy and he's a 12 year old. So, I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna make him pretty carefree, but he shouldn't have even gone along with that scheme in the first place of pretending to break in. Like, not, not cool. Not a funny joke. And I love what Ashley says when she figures out that it's Garrett. I, I uh, wrote this one down because I just thought it was like, wow, she, she went hard. She says, what delusional infant thinks that staging a break-in is going to get you to second base. I was like, damn, she called him a delusional infant, which feels yeah. Funny. Though, gosh, though, though, uh, not too long after, you know, she says, I would date you if you were my age. <laughs> she does. She does. Well, and then he makes a move, right? Sorry, I'm jumping back a little bit. No, it's okay. It's move. okay. We're she she refuses it. Refuses it immediately and goes, you know, you'll always be my little buddy. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What an awesome just dagger twist <laughs> just of emasculating this dumbass little 12 year old boy. Yeah, he deserves <laughs> all of that. He deserves all of it because he he is a dumb little buddy. Yeah. So Ugh. I don't know. But it's just, yeah, these stage this. I just I don't even know, like, what was how was this going to work long-term for them anyway? Like even yeah. with this plan. So just, Oh, yep. Guess we're just going to let go. Some just random dude who just kind of came in and left, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just throwing bricks through the windows and stabbing car tires out. Yeah. So. It's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. And then at that point, he, what does he do? He like pistol whips her to knock her out. The gun. yeah yeah so like i mean you think garrett gets shot 
And then she finds out that it is Garrett, right? And then because he's wearing like the mask with like the horns, I think, on it. And stupid idiots. Stupid fucking idiot. You couldn't buy a ski mask and a fresh one. Come on. Right. And he Jesus. I'm just saying, just even before this, like just oh all this awful shit where he's like, you know, I'll protect you. It's okay to cry. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, it's okay to cry. Like him saying this shit to her when he's like and she's like just everything's fine. And, and and he's just she's just even in the situation when she thinks it's real she's still not buying any of his bullshit no which is she's just like okay you're acting fucking weird like let's handle the situation i'm the adult and she does she handles it like up until i think she actually does well. pretty well yeah except for when he goes to get the the gun like he probably shouldn't have gone out there by himself of course he knows it's completely safe but she doesn't know that yeah right so and with no bullets in it either anyway mm-hmm. so it doesn't even matter but yeah geez i don't know so you know she finds out she's like you all are fucked you know mm-hmm. at least grounded please and then yeah dude that's when he fucking knocks her out with the Ooh. with with the pistol and then so things take a turn oh yeah geez and man just i don't know if almost falls down the stairs i just never see that work for anyone now granted i don't know no it's not always a death becomes her situation right we're like <laughs> but yeah i don't know like i that was a that was a that was a way bigger staircase that meryl street fell down oh it was, that is an excessively long staircase but i i the first time watching this movie i thought that she was gonna die and then these two boys were gonna have to figure out what the fuck they were gonna do next but that wouldn't have really gone very far but yeah i'm surprised that she um didn't even break a bone didn't seem like it yeah yeah so she 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 survives that yeah so she wakes up duct taped um and and then just like, and then they're just like, I don't know. It's just like where they think this plan's going to go from here. It's like now, then what, you know, like he comes up with this like half brain fucking idea of, you know, well, yeah, right. Because they wanted to, you, they wanted to roofie her. So she would just forget the whole thing, which mm. I mean, I guess I just don't know the science behind that. Like if it works, um, like she wouldn't th- forget that far back. Like I mean, I guess the, the memory loss aspect is going to be different for each person. I you know we'll send that to the research team when they're back. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't see it being likely that she would forget the whole evening. But I could be wrong. Yeah, because it'd be like, no, I remember up until, yeah, it's like, you just forget everything else. It's like, yeah, okay, I remember up until I was duct taped to a chair, and then everything else <laughs> is a Yeah, blur. exactly. Like, who knows? Maybe not. I, I, well, I, and also, I like, know. if you're not intoxicated and you're roofied, like, I'm sure that would also, like, extend memory loss. Like, she's completely sober, except for a couple sips of champagne, so she's probably fine. But, um yeah they may not even really understand how that works also when she's tied to the chair and she's like just waking up luke and garrett are literally having a conversation about pussy and like all these different like just sex and just they sound like two 12 year old boys talking about what they think sex and pussy would be like because that shit is it is hilarious, like listening to them. I I love that that little snippet of conversation that they have. 
It's so bad. Um, it is. Little bit of a sexual assault trigger warning, by the mm-hmm. way, everybody. You know, it's funny we bring this up after we expect people to watch this movie. Sorry about that. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but but what I do at least appreciate, right, is and honestly, trigger warnings for if you've ever been roofied, which is yeah. sadly, like, I mean, it doesn't always result in something, you know, more than that. But I mean, there I know lots of lots of women who have been roofied and luckily they were with friends who like kept them safe but um yeah it's that both both of these things are very real and very common um so yeah but we're about to but, get into it but it's the yeah just the the casual sexual assault of just like yeah you know but then like through the lens of a 12 year old of you know truth or dare let's touch your boob you know yeah it it's and he's so creepy he's so awful when he does it he's awful i hated it the most interesting thing about this and i didn't ever think about this until this last watch because obviously they are 12 year old boys so like they're thinking like oh like grabbing a boob like there's this weird like these two parallels of them being so creepy, inappropriate, and being sexual predators while still being little boys and picking the most, if it was consensual, innocent thing that you could do. Like if you were, you know, with with a girl for the first time, like, oh, like I'm going to reach underneath her shirt, like as we're making out kind of thing. But because this is literally sexual assault and she is not consenting, like it's also this really creepy, horrible thing that's happening to this girl. So it's just such a strange thing to be happening all at once. And I love her response of when he says, how did that feel? And she says, like a little boy just felt me up. I swear, she is so good. (laughs) She's so good at just like, you know what? Like that, the best fuck yous coming from her. Yeah. Again, just like she gives them absolutely fucking nothing. I nothing. love it so much. Nothing. And um, I forget when exactly this happens. I think it's maybe after. I forget if it's before or after the the truth or dare. But when they take like the lipstick to draw lips on the duct tape, you know. Mm, that's before before the truth or dare. Okay, that just reminds me of they do that to Drew Barrymore in the Charlie's Angels movie, and I wonder <laughs> if that's where they got the idea. That is such a random reference. <laughs> I just, I, you know, you see, I'm like, I've seen this happen before. I've seen that movie once, and it was when did that come out? Like in the early 2000s? I think 2000 on the dot, if not like 99. Really? Yeah. Wow. How many times have you seen that movie? Probably just the once, to be honest. Once I've only seen I it just... once, and I don't even remember that. Yeah. Well, there you go. It really stuck with you. <laughs> I could be. I could. I could be wrong. You know, y'all. Y'all can <laughs> check and tell me if I'm wrong, and treat yourself to a nice, fun action movie. In the sure. in the uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, exactly. I think I think you're right. Where you know, I wrote down in my notes where it's like, you know, no matter the context, each situation very much a twelve year old, and yes. So, which I like, I, I, I mean, I think, yeah, it feels more realistic that way. And it shows that like, okay, you know, this is also a, a, a maybe, maybe a win, like a winnable 
fight here you know Mm -hmm. because you're like he clearly is not thinking things through you clearly only has the the capacity for so much maturity you Mm -hmm. know that he just doesn't especially and not even just the fact that we're just talking about this isn't just any 12 year old right this is 12 year old that you know i I didn't see even before i knew that that's what that little fucking machine was for like who is very much um infantized is that the word Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just very like so sure (laughs) but um, we're coining it now (laughs) yeah i don't know it was just very uh (laughs) i don't know he's just very very much a 12 year old in all of that well and like it's it's another like situation where it's like this 12 year old is capable of committing these horrible horrible crimes without really any regard for other people and at the same time just wants to like his his goals are that of wanting to impress a girl and maybe kiss her and you know who knows how much he was planning in the moment versus like you know thinking things through because obviously he you know Garrett realizes like you know they realize you invited Ricky over and then he later invites Jeremy over so it's just a yeah he's he's definitely dangerous but he's also a little boy so like Ashley's in a position where she's like I could totally fuck this kid up if I could just get out from this fucking chair (laughs) like and she's successful both times mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to get out well kind of to get out of that chair I think that's what we're supposed to say again, but we'll we'll figure that out. But yeah, just <sighs> I don't know. You know, I guess now we reach out to Ricky. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, I love oh, Ricky. I know I love that. Um, you know, Logan calls him right, and or sorry, Luke calls him. Logan, sorry, uh, <laughs> Luke calls him and. And then Ricky's like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Lance. You know, no, just that's like hangs Jeremy. Up. That's what he calls Jeremy. Jeremy. That... He texts right. Ricky because Ricky thinks that Ashley texted him. Oh, right. And so she reveals Jeremy. that she didn't. So it's Jeremy that calls back and or yeah. who gets called again and says, "Oh, you mean that little taint on Claremont?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm like see this is he should be bullied because yes, this kid is absolutely absolutely he should he look, deserves every fucking moment of it look we are pro bullying in some contexts on this in podcast. this context that kid is a piece of shit he's the worst <laughs> yeah so <laughs> but yeah we 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 do manage to get ricky over and same thing like say like these are 12 year olds we're dealing with so so it's yeah. not like they're able to like even you know even when they do have the element of surprise on ricky when he comes it's not like that wasn't even an easy fight <laughs> like he gets back he gets back up and he's able yeah. to and he's just i wonder just... i wonder if luke was the one who texted ricky to come over not ashley and he like shows up with flowers and you know he asked to come in and luke is like no i'm not gonna let you in ricky forces his way through the door by pretending like hey can you just give her these flowers and like forces his way through the door so i'm like was luke eventually going to let him in like obviously he wanted to 
kill Ricky or do something terrible to him. So maybe Ashley invited him over and then, you know, and Luke's just like was trying to get him to leave. But then no, realized, she like, says okay. that she didn't text Ricky. Oh, well, then she, I don't they know. like they reveal that in the kitchen when they're both tied to the chair. So, yeah. OK, I don't know. That, so don't like know it's super that, that part's confusing, but I feel really bad for Ricky getting a pencil through his fucking cheek. Oh, oh, oh. That was. Rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rough. That sucks. And it makes sense that because, you know, the first time you're watching it, just like, how did he know the pencil was there? And then. But yeah. So no, no, no. Yeah, he's a he is something. And Ricky's (laughs) kind of dumb. Like the way Ricky, the way he like starts walking through the house at first and then is like, wait, something's wrong. Like it took him way too long to realize something was wrong. Like these two 12 year olds are acting fucking shady as shit. Like, wait, yeah, I'm, I don't know. And then, you know, poor guy, he's just like, I don't smoke marijuana. Don't make me do this. I know. <laughs> and and he's like, I, you know, we're not having sex yet, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this and this and this. And you're mm. just like, oh, you know, Ricky, you're just. Yeah, because Luke is like asking her, what does he ask her? How many, how many guys she's slept with? Yeah. Which is another, like. Another fucking weird man thing to do to like need to know like the body count of a woman and then like presume something based off of that. Like that also I thought was interesting that he went right to that question. Yeah. He's just a fucking weirdo pervert who is just fetishizing this woman, right? There's no, it's not really about her anymore mm-hmm. it's just yeah just a 12 year old just not thinking straight and just who's fucking mm-hmm. crazy and art thinking with his dick and not much else and he's awful but i know and they uh and then the, the little smoke coming out of his cheek oh yeah yeah and you know what else is you know what else is funny about luke whenever he whenever he panics or something goes wrong his voice cracks yeah i really enjoy that i like that little that little character detail it's really good and poor ricky you know we'd mentioned home alone um you know they get the idea now that everyone's tied up even though ashley's slowly making her way out but not in time unfortunately um she just misses it just misses it um they decide like okay what is you know this the paint can bit right you know mm-hmm. that, that they do on fucking uh joe pesci and daniel stern right in home alone they're like what would that really have do in real life and and they try it out with a full paint can and the idea is that ricky's directly beneath him and he's upstairs you know on the whatever thing and over the uh banister that's the word and Mm -hmm. throws this paint can tied to a string that like goes up and then swings Mm -hmm. and misses him at first but then hits him square in the face the second time and i guess i don't know i'm thinking just like with how heavy like how heavy a full can of paint is with the trajectory of it swinging down would it have like completely like 
completely just yeah just crushed and just broke his fucking skull wide open it's just just everywhere and i did i did like the blood with the the paint oh i love that 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 was really good Um, yeah they they did a really good job like we didn't have to see his face yeah i think with the limited budget i'm sure they they did a lot with selling you the gore without uh Mm -hmm. showing it which was nice but um now i think that would have in Home Alone, was that paint can, I, I don't remember, was it that coming from that high? I thought that it was like hanging like in a normal size, like doorway or hallway. So it wouldn't have had that same trajectory. Like, I don't feel like that's a fair test. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Because I mean, they're already halfway up the stairs at that point and it's not as much of a swing yeah. trajectory so um i just pulled up the youtube video i had it on. okay i thought i was so. just watching it really quick so yeah that's why i I'm don't like, know and then okay here's another thing so you know small if tidbit, you know small you know small gripe but your face can actually take quite a bit without it actually killing you like you could break all the bones in your face and and be very much alive or like take pretty considerable damage even to the exterior like your skin and all of those things and still survive so i feel like it would have broken the shit out of his face but he still would have been alive which may have been like worse than that moment he probably would have eventually died and bled out because there was no ambulance to save him but i just don't think he would have died immediately yeah just immediate just head smashed open Mm -hmm. yeah so you know what can you do Uh, we're not scientists nor did they actually try it on uh what the fuck's that show mythbusters thank you Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Home Alone. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you know, man, Ricky, she's Ricky. yeah, I know, but you know, she's she manages to get get herself out, um, mm-hmm. only to get you know, only to get tied up again. How did I, I forget what what happened? How'd she get tied up the second time after she found with the paint can? Or is it because of the... She makes it pretty far out. So she had, she trips over the trip wire that sets off right. the, the paintball gun. But then she gets up again because she hits Garrett with the chair and all of that. She keeps running. She sees the carolers. And then Luke, I think, comes out of nowhere and whacks her with the bat. Right. So he get he gets her a second time. Like I think he circled around the front of the house. Jesus, gosh. All the concussions. I know that's what I was thinking you can't just be going around hitting people with bats yeah I um I know Jesus Christ so then we've got and then also you know let's the we're we're getting some some uh a little bit of tear at the seams here in the friendship between Garrett and Mm -hmm. and, uh Luke here um he really has him doing a lot yeah has him doing a lot you find out about the hamster situation. Oh, that was it. Garrett was fucking pissed. That was that was a good play by Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, hey Garrett, did you know this, 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 and this? <laughs> Dude. And and yeah, oh my gosh. And just and then when you find out that it wasn't an accident and he was he was just faking crying, you know to ashley and all that shit about it like he was just 
always like a fucking oh yeah it's fucking sociopath yeah oh jesus christ but um we are able to at this point get um jeremy over mm-hmm. poor guy never makes it in the house yeah um, he didn't even make it in the house that that whole scene drags out so long of him writing the apology uh-huh. i'm like why are we still why are we watching this still i did um i did I did like him. He was pretty funny. Like when he rolls up though, don't drink and drive. I hope he parked and then you still shouldn't be drinking your car anyway. Just don't, yeah, don't really mix the two. Right. Yeah. Um. Let's be real. But this, just the, <laughs> just the fact that he plays along with this whole thing about like, yeah, yeah. you know, writing the love letter and or an apology letter and this and this and this, which is also, by the way, I will never um commit any apology to paper no um, you shouldn't because it could be used as a suicide note if someone murdered me and faked it as such so Whoa. no thank you you're not getting any uh wow. no apologies even, in written even, form from me didn't even think about that but i well that's honestly, what happened that dumb fucking hat that jeremy is wearing alone <laughs> makes him deserve <laughs> to die so <laughs> he can he can get out of here <laughs> i didn't funny. even think about that wow i didn't i did not realize that that's what he was doing yeah that was his plan so it's just like you know like you know ashley i'm sorry this and this and this because if you just read it like in that context then you're just like oh he killed himself because he was a shitty ex-boyfriend wow. or he killed or he killed everyone and then killed himself that's actually quite smart himself. i'll i'll give i'll give luke a well, uh, props for that one. That was kind of smart. Yeah, I think so. So <laughs> that's why. Yeah, Not that it was right. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, I don't know. That whole thing was pretty silly. And then, yeah, I guess just even I know even with the element of surprise, but like Luke is just such a tiny little boy that to work all of that out like the noose and to get the the whatever thing he's driving if it was just yeah. like a lawn like one of those big lawnmowers or tractor situations mm-hmm. or whatever um yeah that's a lot to work out for, yeah for he, a little kid where you didn't have that much time to plan all of it to be like oh let me make sure i have a rope and good thing i know how to tie a noose even with youtube i mean i don't think i'd be able to tie a new super well first time or no. first time in that so and does know, he the- like did he do that he had to have done all of that before starting this whole adventure to well, that's which what I was saying, yeah. did garrett not notice when he was like running out the back with the paintball you know yeah be like who, and all that shit be like hey, who's, who's that news for yeah, who's that news on the tree for what's what's going on yeah, there i what? yeah going around hanging people or what yeah yeah oh my gosh um so poor jeremy <laughs> yeah. oh, whatever he did in life i don't think he deserved <laughs> that death so no. to jeremy he's he seemed like a pretty average dude well and then gosh you know and then it's uh what's his face then garrett dies because finally mm-hmm. finally fucking finally garrett's like oh yeah this is 
all not a good idea you know i mean like garrett is like giving me vibes of like you know i don't know like i i think the, the story everyone turns to is that slender man story right where i'm like man those fucking those like 10 year olds can get up to some shit if you yeah. just leave them alone to just talk to one another fuck they'll people yep. will talk themselves up into some shit oh, yeah. you know and so that's where i'm kind of like you know yeah garrett i get why garrett would have played along for so long because he was probably just like probably just fucking just disassociating at that point you know just like oh uh, yeah and I, he I just was, he was high he had the oxy he smoked a little weed like i don't think i could i could juggle those two things at the same time and i'm not 12 so i think he i think i think with a good lawyer he would have been able to get out of that as just oh, like it's just like an accomplice yeah, because he could have said I was drugged. I this and this and this. Yeah, yeah, he could have said I was thing. drugged. He, yeah, and he's under eighteen. Like I think he would have. He would have. You know, been fine. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, man. Yeah, no. He's he he's uh, just a little too late in getting Ashley mm-hmm. out of that, or maybe just in time because I think she is able to get herself out. You just don't know until afterwards that she was able to at least get a hand free um because she was able to cover up the the cut in her neck um with duct tape and Mm. yeah and then he just fucking just shoots Garrett down point blank with the fucking shotgun and then just goes again but then just that's his best friend i know and that just brutal just like screaming and he's just blaming it on him he's Mm -hmm. blaming it on garrett and it's like uh this dude i'm just like he's just so out of options and is so but then like, where, is even where still was garrett gonna fit into that story like why would the boyfriend have killed garrett like he was supposed to have been at home and luke is just asleep when garrett's there downstairs with the rest of the crew that feels like a weird weird flaw in that plan a 12 year old just trying to make the best of a situation <laughs> still trying to figure out <laughs> how to frame this so it makes any sense and you know, this movie, what, comes out 2017? That's six years after Scream 4. Mm. Um, and I just uh, wrote that, you know, it's uh, it's very much the Scream 4 ending in some ways. A truncated mm. Scream 4 ending. Where yeah, yeah, that's true. You you have this bit, and I like it. It's it's always nice. It's, it's nice to see every now and then. But when you yeah. think when you think the killer is one. And everybody is dead. And then you just get to watch afterwards what happens. Yeah. It's like when, when it's just them in the house. I love and, that. and that's so cool. And I, I, uh, a lot of people give Scream 4 shit, but I, I really think it was very clever in some, in some I love ways. Scream and, 4. And Y'all are a bunch of we'll, haters. I know. And we'll, 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 we'll get, get we'll, there. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. But, um, don't worry, y'all. But, uh, I love I now I don't know if it was as entertaining as Emma Roberts. Um no, <laughs> just nothing could be as entertaining as Emma Roberts. <laughs> and you don't have that whole follow-up hospital scene, but I, I do like, you know, oh, the attempt to try, you know, he's hey, you know, he's got the letter and he's covering all the fingerprints and he's mm-hmm. putting the gun in everybody else's hands and he's getting it all set up. And like, you know, I I think an admirable effort by a 12-year-old to cover up. Oh, a, yeah. Just a multiple homicide, 
you know like yeah. what how many people four people dead now at that point with ricky jeremy ashley and garrett yeah yeah I'm, the only I'm really good the, that i knew other names the one thing yeah good job good job on that um okay. that i will maybe give him a little bit of shit for in his plan other than like you know the the murder and all that um if he was asleep the whole time he can't act as a witness to connect the dots, which I think would cause the police to do more investigating. Now, if he would have done a, a Jill Roberts situation and beat the shit out of himself and made it look like he was attacked and survived, then he could have been like, oh my gosh, this guy fucking showed up when we were watching a movie. And, you know, like, I, you know, I know Garrett wasn't supposed to be over, but he came to hang out. Like, you know, he could have like filled in like all these, these blanks and they probably would have believed him because he's a fucking rich white kid who's 12, you know? So I, I think that may have been the smarter angle to go with, but, uh, what is the last thing that he runs down for that he forgets? He's like, got everything set up. And then he's like the pencil on the door the pencil on the door yeah he goes oh shit the pencil and he's like trying to trying to get it but oh. then it's like you know or i guess they they clean it up and they yeah because i was like i was like wasn't it still just covered in ricky guts <laughs> ricky ricky mouth guts but i, I think they clean it up no, and try to sharpen it switches down. to a different uh pencil? a different pencil Oh, no, no, no. Okay. He sharpens the yucky pencil and puts that one back because it's a very specific pencil that his mom uses. And then he takes the a new pencil and kind of pokes it into Ricky's face to get the, the blood and guts on it. Right, and, right, and right, right. And puts it down on the ground. Yeah. Um, And then I was thinking, oh, okay. Because I was thinking like, oh, maybe he couldn't get the pencil to work because he had sharpened it so much and it's not as long as it was mm. anymore. And like, maybe that's why he's like, fuck, I'm having trouble with it now. But uh, no, I think it, I think he just can't like, how would you it do just that? had to do that? Yeah, yeah. You get like physics is not going to let you do that. So he, he just yeah. has to fucking climb out that window. I love when he almost drops the reindeer and catches it. That's really yeah. fun. And the conversation that's going on between, um, between the parents like he says something and she's like if you're talking about sex she's like that is not gonna happen <laughs> i know she I is that. i know but she says um, she's so full after dinner <laughs> yeah like i said just just kind of like how quickly you know and then you find out like hey we've got a survivor and they mm -hmm. cut and then it turns out you know the the long you know the uh What's it called? I don't know. Um, don't worry about me. I'll edit it out. <laughs> Long con? Is that what you're like? You're talking about her taping up her neck, her necklace? No, it's 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 okay. I'm thinking I'm thinking about what's it called? There's that phrase where it's one thing that's introduced that you know, you know, uh, Chekhov's Chekhov's gun, but it's like Chekhov's duct tape. Oh yeah. Cause he says, he says duct tape can be used for, for so many different things. And she uses the duct tape to stop the bleeding. So Garrett must've gotten at least one hand free so she mm -hmm. could use the duct tape to cover, you know, when she got stabbed, which good yeah. for her being very, very fucking quiet and, and fast. <laughs> that, like, and fast. Cause, uh, Ooh. 
that's a lot but yeah just her just flipping them off on the way out mm-hmm. like while she's being on the on the stretcher i thought was very good i i, I liked that and was consistent with her flipping a couple people off throughout the movie yeah. so I, and they uh, and they give you a tease they give you a tease of him you know pulling a, a jill roberts <laughs> at the hospital because he says he wants to go and visit her is that in the post credit scene that that happens yeah. or it's in the movie yeah he's like i want to go see ashley in the hospital visit her make sure she's okay <sighs> jesus yeah yeah Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and I wonder. I wonder where that sequel could have went. Because I mean, if she got like cut like in the throat, maybe it'd be hard for her to talk at first. You know, that's true. So I feel like that would set up what that sequel would look like. So no, no, no. But geez, I, I mean, honestly I could watch that kid do something crazy to another babysitter. Like he doesn't yeah. even have to be Ashley. Like it could be someone else. You know, if, if he goes and kills her at the hospital, and then. You know, he still has a babysitter when he's like 15. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, the way that his 20s. mom, the way that his mom, like, I mean, it, like, it's okay for a, a mom to, like, comfort. Like, I think in that situation, it'd be totally normal. It's his expression that is so strange to me. Like, he he makes this, like, this genuine, like... I don't know. It just looks so like innocent and weird and creepy at the same time. Like when he's being helped by his mom, I don't know. He's yeah. uh yeah, that is some weird fucking behavior. That kid is wonky, but yeah, I, I think this movie is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, gosh, it's a pretty brisk one, you know, I mean, that brings us, brings us mm-hmm. up to the end. Yeah. Um, let me see. So what's the tagline situation for this movie? It only has one and I really like it. Okay. You might be home, but you're not alone. I like really it. ran with the home alone. <laughs> and it really like, isn't, I mean, yeah, I guess it's, is cause he has like traps and such with. Well, it's, oh, well mis- I mean, it's misleading too, like, because they want you to think that it's a, a home invasion film which is which is great like i i think that's what makes it so fun even like the cover art is ashley and luke you know and she's she's got the knife like it looks very much like they're together you know being attacked so i i think they did a really a really good job of that and this this movie has a really high rating on rotten tomatoes it has an 89 percent, which is great and I feel like um, more people should watch it. I feel like I should recommend it to more people. Whenever people ask me movies to watch, I don't think of this one because it takes place during Christmas, but I would recommend this movie to anyone, really. Because nothing about it is specifically Christmassy other than, you know, some of the decorations. Mm-hmm. And well, so the it's carolers. like, you know, the carolers so it's like well, he puts can... on the christmas sweater to watch the carolers too because <laughs> he wasn't wearing the yeah. christmas sweater that he just pops that on i know what a oh jesus what christ this kid he's like what a little shit um <laughs> no i think that's a good that's a, that's a good tagline i like it yeah that's good just the one and anything else you want to talk about before we uh throw out some booze no i I think I said 
I guess that all the things. Yeah. So I'll start. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who chose this one? I did. Yeah. Thank you. Pretty did. sure. Did I choose Krampus? Mm, maybe. Sorry if you did. I think we just threw in Krampus. It was just the the, the Tony Collette connection. Yeah, yeah, the Tony Collette connect <laughs> connection and uh, and Christmas. Yeah. So you know it all worked out, and yeah, every you know this gosh, and then with the guy from Trick or Treat, like man, just I feel like mm, missed opportunities. I th- I feel like that movie should have gone a little harder, but that's okay. Oh, we're, for we're sure. We already talked about that. We already that. talked about that. <laughs> we yeah. talked about that last week. New, um, new movie. But I do think this movie is okay. You know, I feel like we're always kind of torn a little bit between like a three and a three and a half on certain mm-hmm. things. Um, that is where I would put this movie. Um, let me just say, let me lean three and a half. I think it's really fun. I think it is. I told you I'd struggle a lot with holiday horror movies. And so this one, yeah, you know, I think default might be one of my favorite Christmas horror movies. If not, you know, top, yeah, top three, probably. Cause I'm just trying to think like immediately what comes to mind if we're, and it depends what we want to count, you know, but I do think there's, again, I just, I just don't, you know, like, the non Michael Keaton, Jack Frost and like Santa's sleigh and like those types do you of consider, movies. Do I you just consider don't Gremlins really... to be a Christmas movie. Mm. It takes place during Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Gremlins would be, you know, he's, and then that Grem- immediately Gremlins puts is in Gremlins my, is in up my, there. In my top, uh, top Christmas movies. So Usually watch it every couple of years. Yeah. So I, I I'm going to go three and a half. I just, you know, the twist is is fine it's enjoyable and and Mm -hmm. and it just really just yeah that opportunity i just thought that the woman that played ashley was just really great and really fun and just really just energetic and this fuck you attitude the whole time Mm -hmm. like i i think even love her it's just i think like of her and um and uh from uh, samara weaving you know from ready mm. or not where it's like you know even when they're like looking like down and out they they really never exude like that they no. are like that this is over for them it's like i just always felt like you know don't worry dude she's gonna fucking fight back and you're 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 getting fucking wrecked dude mm-hmm. so even when they try that kind of fake out at the end you know i just knew like dude she just kept fucking keeps 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 on keeping on and yeah. and this kid is <laughs> i mean even garrett fuck garrett i hate garrett but that means but he, the, the guy was doing oh. such a good job of making garrett hateable that hey you know hey it's good acting's good acting but yeah, the the yeah, kid that played Luke is, is good in this. Yeah, all the acting is fantastic. Um, I, you know, just Virginia Madsen, you know, cool it with the homophobia. I know it's not her; it's the character. not her. I know, uh, but I, I know she's she's fantastic. I um, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I'll, three and a half. That's where I'm at. I think this is a fun. I really recommend this. If anybody wants to, if someone comes to me and says, I want to watch a Christmas horror movie, this will 
10 out of 10, I think, or nine out of 10 be what I suggest. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, if like, I just, you know, unless you really want to count. Yeah. Like gremlins, but I feel like this is more of a, it, it, it gremlins doesn't like advertise itself as a Christmas movie. Like you don't look at the poster for gremlins and see anything isn't Christmas there, related. On isn't it. there one where he's in a box, like in a Christmas present box. Shit, my and the movie act like a, I'm gonna look like a complete fucking asshole. No, like I'm thinking. Oh, maybe he's just yeah. a regular box. Maybe it's just a regular box. Oh uh, no, you're right. Well, yeah, I mean it's coming out of a regular box, but no, I'm talking. I was thinking of the one with Gizmo on the front where it's it's him, and then you the shadow of the mm-hmm. gremlin behind him. That's that's the one I'm thinking of. I was like, I don't that's think he's like a well-known, yeah. Chris, Christmas hat. But there's some there's I, some good movie posters for gremlins. So I'm getting distracted. I know. Oh well and that's funny because now I'm looking at posters for gremlins too. <laughs> the new I batch. Love Grem- gremlins 2 is actually one of my like top favorite movies. Gremlins I, 2. Gremlins, speaking of fucking going hard, Gremlins 2 goes real hard. I, it has I, so many funny movie. jokes. Like the jokes are fucking hilarious. Um, like the humans are funnier than the the gremlins. Um let's see if we can wait until next Christmas for gremlins. Yeah. So I have a lot of trouble at like I have to really, really love a movie to give it a four or a five like for a long time so this movie has only been out for seven years i don't remember when we actually watched it um wait seven years six years math um and it was even made i think it was like filmed like a year and a half before it actually even came out so oh, wow okay yeah yeah i i really really love it i i think it's super entertaining super fun they, I, I'm between a three point five and a four, so I was a little bit higher than than you were, but I feel like I reserve the fours for something I either like really really loved and watch a lot, or is like in my top favorite movies. This one's pretty close. I'm gonna give it a three point five for now, but I think that this one, like with how much I've enjoyed it every time I've watched it, which I think I've seen it three times i like it more each time i watch it so i feel like it could grow into a four over time but i'm gonna give it a 3.5 for now yeah i think you you said it perfectly i think um with time i'm only going i'm only gonna love this movie more yeah you know and it's 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 very timeless too, because it doesn't like there's no technology or anything like that. Like it's, I mean, the cell phones, but like that's neither here nor there. Like it's, um, yeah, just really fun. Yeah. 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 Gosh. Now we're done talking about Christmas movies. We're not gonna hear yeah. any of that. I know, y'all. I know. We're just we're just fucking going full steam ahead to the end of the year. Um, Anything Ooh, else? Coming in hot. I know. Anything else uh, you want to say about Better Watch Out? No. No. I love it. I hope you watched it before you listen to us spoil it. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to commit to recommending this movie to more people. That's going to be my my commitment for. You know what? That's going to be my New Year's resolution. <laughs> 
is just uh, just recommend this movie just recommend this movie specifically to more people because i feel like whenever people i feel like most people ask me what movies to watch in october and so i lose sight of this one a lot so from now on i'm gonna start planning ahead i'm like you know what i need you to think ahead to december this is the movie for you i like that or if someone asks you in October, be like, I have a full calendar of movies for you to watch. Yeah, do, do you like, I've got one for every holiday, every season. And now an illustrious podcast. <laughs> to, <laughs> to match. I did plug every every movie that we've done an episode on on the list. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my that's my New Year's resolution is um, I'm not telling anyone shit unless it gets me a listen. So, <laughs> so on our when they say what page, did you think about this movie you know what you're gonna need to go and listen to my episode on this movie yeah you're gonna have to go re- listen to me ramble for two hours first half an hour about something has nothing to do barely That's anything great. to do and then us just yeah just barreling through a movie and we're definitely we're definitely ahead on this but i, I think I think another uh, another resolution we can add to to both of us is just more shame shameless promotion of the podcast. Like, you know what? If you see us on the street or in person, we're just going to tell everyone about it. I think that needs to be done. And with that being said, if you've been listening to this and you haven't given us a review or followed or subscribed, do that. Do that now. Do it as soon as you're finished. But only good reviews will only accept five stars. That's the rule. If there's if there's a way to delete the rest, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> what benefit does it give you to give us a shitty review? Yeah, just don't <laughs> review. If you're not enjoying this and you're still listening to it this far in the episode, then that's on you. That's yeah, that's it. That is a you problem. 100%. Yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. Well. With that, you know, tis the season. Be kind to each other. <laughs> I don't know. And then, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see y'all next week. We're wrapping up with a couple of things. I know definitely we're going to do our end of year review. So that'll be exciting. Um, you know, gosh, if you thought, if you thought we go on tangents, oh, we're going to just, <laughs> those, the bonus ones are our most tangent filled. So I, uh, yeah, it's important sorry. that that you get those tangents. You get one more movie. We've got the Frighteners. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Uh, if you have, you know, yeah, or whether it's Kwanzaa or whether it's Hanukkah or any other holiday, just like, please, yeah, you know, just. Or uh, if you just say pish posh to all that, that's fine too. Yeah. yeah just fucking, you know, just get the fuck out with all of it. Like, you can be a Scrooge, mm-hmm. please. You know, yeah. that doesn't make you a Scrooge. Don't don't get on me about this. Yeah. You know, so I'm sorry. Grinch. I like I like the Grinch better than Scrooge because the Grinch just he just fucking hates people. Good for him. Mm. Yeah, but so does Scrooge. He hates people, too. You know what? Good for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. OK. I live in the dream. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Three, two, one. Ghost. Thanks for listening to our episode on Better Watch Out. If you've made it this far, our greatest holiday wish would be a five-star review, a follow on Instagram at 321GhostPod, 
and of course for you to continue to listen because we're so grateful for all of you. You can reach us by emailing 321ghostpod at gmail.com to tell us what you'd like to hear about, whether it be a movie, TV show, or any other spooky topics. Next week, we're chatting about our last movie of the year with the Frighteners. No more Christmas horror till next year. Thanks again for listening, and remember, if you think you need to stage a break-in to get a girl horny, she definitely does not want to fuck you. And fancy ornaments are for everyone. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, y'all. Three, two, one, ghost. Ghost.